30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. Welcome, Arizona homeowners. This is the 9 o'clock hour, hour number three of our weekly four-hour radio broadcast here at Rosie on the House. This is our open line hour. Anything you want to talk about your home, castle, or cabin, you can text to 411-923 or send an email to info at rosieonthehouse.com. If you have a picture, uh, you can snap it and send it there or a short video if you're trying to uh, help describe what it is you're trying to accomplish. That visual aid can uh, help us greatly while we're trying to help you identify whatever it is you're working on. <clears throat> this is also our bulletin hour where we have cover various different things like press releases. Have uh, Have you heard of Bliss Lights, Gary? Bliss Lights? Bliss Lights. I'm no. not a gadget person. I'm not a holiday decorating person. Mm-hmm. Um Christmas lights stringing up. I, I did not even get any done uh, this year. I, there was just n- never enough time to stop, get on the roof, string it across. And do eve. a nice display instead of just throwing some lights in the air and going, okay, that looks good. Yeah. That's part of the problem, too. I'm not good at doing stuff uh, cheesy. You know, yeah. I like to do them right. Yeah, for the longest time when I was a kid, I had this uh, these plastic Noel candles and I'm still looking for a classic version, and they're made by Empire. Uh, they don't make them anymore. And the closest I was able to find was at a Lowe's store, but uh, it just didn't look like the original one. So I've been on eBay, and I found some that are in pretty bad shape that I think I'm going to go ahead and try to fix up myself. But they're so cool looking. At least like, that gets you started. Well, on my to-do, to-create-to-make list is <clears throat> light bulbs that last more than a year. Yeah. A string of lights that last more than a year that are American-made. That's on my, that's on my to-dos. Um, I'm with you on that. But this, uh, this press release, Bliss Lights for your Super Bowl or Galentine Day Party. Have, what is Galentine? Did they finally nice. change it to that instead of Valentine's Day because it's for the gals anyway? Oh, uh, is oh. That, is that, that's, that's really clever. That, I, that, I thought so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought it was some sort of Irish uh, celebration you were talking Oh, Galentine. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they have bliss lights and bliss bulbs, and they cascade thousands of lights. They're, it's pretty neat. Uh, it's just blisslights.com. Bulbs are 28 bucks. Lights are 60 bucks, And the lights, they look like uh, something you would stick and aim at a tree or against a wall. Or uh, they even had ones you would plug into a, oh, US, yeah. into a USB for your dorm or workroom or something like that. But that, to me, makes a lot of sense because then the number one cause of accidents to uh, for homeowners mm-hmm. to emergency rooms is falling off ladders. So you eliminate... Your ladder climbing with the light bulb, uh, the time, how long does it take to pull that out, plug it in, versus, you know, like we were talking about, stringing your lights out and then finding the bulb that doesn't work. So, not a gadget or holiday guy, but I pulled that one out as something that this is, this makes sense. Now, are they energy efficient? Since they are. They're very, all right. They are energy efficient. Save enough money to take your Galentine out to dinner. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Yeah. So when you, at the point you do upgrade, you know, don't just chunk it. Make sure you recycle it if it can be recycled. Next week, 
uh, coming up February, I, I guess this is two weeks, February 7th. On a Thursday, the Arizona Recycling Coalition has their annual meeting and luncheon. Uh, I used to attend all of these. Well, I, I, there was a lot of events. The Arizona Farm Bureau, the Arizona Nursery Association, Arizona Recycling Coalition. I used to get to all their events. My responsibilities have just changed, and I can't – I don't quite have that kind of flex in my time anymore. But, man, that, that group does a great job, azrecycling.org. Uh, just a, a great way to keep materials. Uh, that That's one thing that drives me nuts about holiday decorations. When you drive down and you see all this stuff and you're like, that you know it's not going to last very long. That's just junk that's going to end up in the landfills in a short period of time. And I'll tell you what drives me nuts, my neighbors. <laughs> when, when they get like corrugated boxes or things that can be cut up and thrown in the recycle bins, guess where they end up? Not in the recycle bins, but it's out in the big trash can in the alley. And I remember, uh, I, this was just a couple of weeks ago, I took 15 minutes and I had my uh, blade and I cut it all up and I put it in my recycle bin. That was probably the first and last time I'm going to do that. But, um, you know, it, uh, and electronics, too. I'm real sensitive about that. I've had some old electronics. And uh, since I live in Scottsdale, uh, they have an electronics recycling day uh, maybe two or three times a year. So uh, I keep those in in place and then uh, take, you know, and bring them out there when needed. And where I live, we don't have any recycling service at all. Um, Oh, you don't? The company that does our trash service does offer it, but not out to Whitman. And I don't know what the tipping point for them to add add recycling. So for us to recycle, we have to be very diligent um, because it is easy. It's a pain in the neck, and Mm -hmm. it's so easy to just throw it in the trash. Uh, but you can also see, leaving our home, uh, a couple miles down the road, you can see the big landfill. You know, it sticks out yeah. above the ground 100 feet, this big pile of dirt. And that's I use that as my reminder every time I'm tempted to just take the easy route and throw it away that it, I'm just making this big, nasty, gnarly uh, landfill bigger and deeper. And, and packaging is, is awful. I mean— Food packaging, delivering packaging, Amazon I mean, I can't believe that Amazon doesn't have some kind of reusable box that they sell now. So we talked about the design structure for a security door when you for, right. for package delivery. Mm-hmm. Why don't they have boxes that are reusable. So I deliver this box. It's made out of fiberglass, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe more like a crepe, but that's pretty light material or something like that, you know, some yeah. composite. So we deliver it to the secure place at the home. Well, when me, the homeowner, gets home and I get whatever out, use it, I put the box back so the next time the delivery guy comes, he takes the old box and drops off the new one. The new one. And, and, it would take a little restructuring of the delivery vehicles, but how much cardboard is wasted? And my, I've got somebody. I, I, you know what? If you have to think, don't. And and this was one of those situations. Stop with where giving I was away bring the million up a dollar ideas and their Amazon Prime account that's horribly abused. <laughs> this stupid delivery guy, not stupid delivery guy, three different times and one day you can't just drop it off once, right? He comes by three different days because this one came from here, this one came here. They're all packaged different. I'm like, stop the insanity. Oh, man. This is such a waste of raw materials. Yeah. It drives me nuts. Mm. Uh, speaking of raw materials, 
or maybe precious materials, water. We've yeah. got the water deadline coming up January 31st. That's Thursday. And there's really nothing I, that I'm aware of I can do, you can do, anyone else can do for altering the outcome of this. Uh, it's called the drought contingency plan that Arizona must come up with. And if we don't, the federal government steps in. And have you seen the 2018 Arizona Drought Preparedness Annual Report? This sucker is... That looks like about 50 pages. 41. You were oh, close. Four, oh, okay. I would have lost on uh, uh, The Price is Right because <laughs> I went over. <laughs> oh, and then the articles uh, and ideas that people have for solving the water crisis outside of the contingency plan... Dad talked about the guy that wanted to pipe from the Columbia River mm-hmm. water down to uh, down to Arizona. Yeah. This is an article from I, I don't know the date. I've, I've been saving articles on the. I, I go through the newspaper every day. I feel like uh, Mel Gibson and where uh, he gets the newspaper and he buys like three different papers and he goes through them every day and he finds all these stories that are not related but somehow finds a way to relate them all to each other for all these big uh, conspiracies, conspiracy oh, theory. okay, okay. I, I feel like with all my the water art, I mean, I've got yeah. stuff on avocado shortages that I've pulled to tie into the water And topic. water shortages. <laughs> I guess you have but, a folder that says the word shortages, and that all goes water, in there. Yeah. yeah. But the California desalination key to Arizona water solution on the opinion polls, Mm -hmm. do you want to drink desalinated California water? Well, that is not my solution. (laughs) No. And not only that, desalinization would cost a fortune. Oh, my gosh. You would need somebody like Elon Musk to uh, come up with with the money that he has and the technology and the craziness and all. But it it, it would be way too expensive to do. uh, Rosie forwarded me an article this week from the Smithsonian that talks about Americans are using less water than we did in 1970. Mm-hmm. But there's also a lot more of us, and our population is going to continue growing. So our reduction has to match the population growth. And if we don't do that ourselves, the government's going to do it for us. And I don't like anybody telling me what to do. No, no. Much less being regulated by law on how and where and when I can use my water. So we've got a number of resources we pulled. We'll go through here shortly uh, to help just little little bit reduction here and there. Dad and Jay had gone into a 10% reduction uh, head-to-head, you know, friendly competition last year and that's just going to continue year over year to keep trying to get 10 percent. i mean there's obviously only a, a, a point in which we can't uh go any further but mm-hmm. for the time where they're at their lives where the kids are moving out uh the fan size of the family's reducing right their use uh and need for pools and lawns is reducing uh you know they for a number of years they're going to be able to continue to reduce 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 right. and right. save water because, uh, you know, uh, water use it wisely, a uh, key that we're, uh, resource that we're going to feature in all of this has a great slogan, water, enough to use, not enough to waste. And that's what we'll talk about uh, after the break. Or if you'd like to join the conversation, 411-923 for text. Uh, if you have a question or comment or email, uh, again, info, I-N-F-O, at Rosie. Dad likes to make sure you know it's spelled the masculine way, R-O-S-I-E. 
onthehouse.com. Welcome back to Rosie on the House. Let's get rid of these uh, tickets real quick. If we've got uh, any kind of promotional giveaway, this is the segment we do it. And if you receive our weekly email newsletter, you already know, uh, you've already had time to look up the answer to the trivia question. When were the Phoenix Suns established as an NBA franchise? If you've got our Rosie on the House 2019 home maintenance calendar, you can look it up quickly and easily. Text that answer to 411-923, and we'll draw not one, not two, but But. three random lucky winners. We have basketball tickets, a pair for the ASU versus Washington State for Thursday, February 7th Uh, at, at the Wells Fargo Arena. All right. You know where that is. (laughs) <laughs> Compliments of KTARs uh, and Sports 98.7. But they also walked in this week and handed me two sets, passes, to the Phoenix Open. Uh, this Oh, the Waste Management Phoenix Open, which is next weekend. January 30th through February 3rd. And these are any day passes. Oh, wow. They only work one that, day. Yeah. But it's any day you want to go. So I've got a pair, two pairs of those. So text the answer, and what, when were the Phoenix Suns established? Mm-hmm. Uh, what year were the Phoenix Suns, right? Was that the question? You know, th- in our home maintenance calendar, it has the day, the month, the year. Okay. But I would take the year. All right. I would take the year. And between now and the end of the segment, uh, is, is your time frame to send in the answer? We'll go through all the correct answers, pull them in a pool, and just randomly pick from there. And, uh, and we'll send you these tickets in the mail. And you'll be on your way. Mm-hmm. Text that answer to 411-923. Back to water. Mm-hmm. One drop every second can add up to five da- gallons per day. One little piece of H2O. Wow. Adds up. Yeah. And when you, up till now, we had always looked at water harvesting for rainwater as something not feasible for most parts of Arizona. Uh, Tucson, they're they're a lot more active in it, uh, but even even there, it's like man, we're just so teetering on the on the return on investment. You know, the amount of money it takes to install water rain harvesting equipment and properly store it and repurpose it and everything to save that water consumption off your city water bill. I mean, it's years payback time. Yeah, but. If you look at it from we're investing in our future and avoiding government regulations, then it becomes, okay, this this is something that's really seriously it, – it's a quality of life investment, not a return on my dollar-for-dollar dollar investment. Mm-hmm. And you've got plenty of water for plants, for your lawn, for – 70% of the water use is outside of our home. Uh, and then there's gray water. Any drain in your home that's not the kitchen sink or the toilet – can get redistributed out into your landscape. Uh, and they, they make a lot more sense when you look at it from a quality of life investment and not necessarily a how long it's going to take me to save this water off of my city water bill. And reclamated water has really become well known, uh, I guess, within the past five years. Uh, I know golf courses, some golf courses use it. And uh, it's not designed for drinking, but for you know keeping the lawn green. 
It's fantastic. Well, you remember our nuclear power plant tour, all the water they use at Palo Verde. That's comes right. from City of Phoenix uh, Water Reclamation Plant. Yeah. Yeah, so, so very, very smart repurposing use of water. Water, use it wisely. We talk about it often. It's uh, put together by AMWA, the Arizona Water Users Municipal Association, 14 cities in the Maricopa County area all come together and develop these best practices. Something new uh, that I hadn't seen before was a home water audit. Three choices, often, sometimes, or never. Do you keep your showers to under five minutes? Sometimes. I... I yeah, like sometimes with me too. I like that. Use little, uh, only little water in the bathtub. I never take a bath. Uh, teeth brushing, blah blah. Man, Flush what's it the... like at your house if you? <laughs> I shower, man. I don't take a bath. <laughs> oh, a bath. Okay. <laughs> Flush the toilet only when necessary. Uh, hey, I I got that one down pack. We're on five acres, man. I the, the boys in the house hardly ever use a. Oh, we waste any water from the commode. There's a. Uh, the town of Cleeter, and the and the public restroom there, mm-hmm. they've got a sign in it that says, uh, yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, flush it down. <laughs> now, yeah. that can work if the home is air-conditioned. Yeah, you, you need circulation. Home, yeah, oof, yeah. Summertime oof, is going to get oof. real ripe. <laughs> so there's, a, I don't know, a dozen questions here. I scored 31. The top you could score was That's 36. That's exactly what I scored, You got 31, 31 too? Yeah. Yeah, the the one about the dishwasher threw me because uh, I really wash dishes by hand because it's just me in the house. And I might use my dishwasher four or five times a year. Like if I decide I'm going to make myself a nice Thanksgiving dinner or something, that's when it comes in handy. So another resource they have on there is 100-plus water-saving tips. And they talk about uh, using running water versus filling up the sink and washing. Which one of those do you do when you wash by hand? You know, if it's just a plate or two, I— I don't do running water, but I will wet the plate, go ahead and soap it up real good, rinse it off, and then turn off the water. But I, I, I rarely have water in the sink. We do, too. And the question that got Gary was, do you run the dishwasher only when it's full? I mean, there's six people in our house. We can't have a meal without filling the dishwasher. Right. You're so, filling that up every day. <laughs> the, running the dishwasher and the laundry machine full is not a problem at our house. Okay, we'll run through some of these 100 items along with our Weekly home maintenance how-to here at Rosie on the House. Thank you for sticking with us, or if you're just joining us, welcome to Rosie on the House, your Saturday morning tradition for 30 years. We went through a little exercise on Water Use It Wisely's uh, water efficiency score, but they also have 100-plus ways to save water and going through the list They've actually got this up to 190 now. And number one, the most important one, they all start with you. It's an individual effort that we all have to do. And they've got it broken down very nicely. Uh, They first start in the kitchen. We already talked about dishwasher. uh, And the new dishwashers with their Energy Star and water savings, it's a lot more efficient to use a dishwasher than washing them by hand in a lot of cases. Uh, cases like Gary, you know, where one dish, one plate, a fork and a yeah. <laughs> knife and, for a big family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, that's the one thing I do need is a uh, efficient dishwasher. The one I have is when we remodeled the house in 2000. It works, but, it, boy, you can sure hear a lot of water in there just flushing around. So, 
And a new dishwasher, it will be energy savings as well, too. Mm-hmm. So you you got your water and uh, electricity savings on a, on an upgrade. So there's another one. Designate one glass of drinking water each day. I love this one. I do this myself. I have a hydro flask I carry around constantly. It's 32 ounces. That's the only place I drink water out of. At my house, I do have one cup when I'm home. Mm-hmm. It's my LSU cup. and I, Mine's a Saints cup. <laughs> yep. They think alike. <laughs> I don't know what about my kids hasn't learned from daddy on how to do this. My house is like uh, back to a Mel Gibson movie, Signs, mm-hmm. <laughs> where the glasses of water everywhere. You know, the girl, this water tastes funky. And, you know, they end up with all these bo- cups of gold. That That is part of my house. <laughs> 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 reduce reduce the number of times you need to wash a cup. Use the same one all day. Exactly. Uh, don't use running water for food to thaw. Uh, that takes a lot of planning oh. ahead of time. Put no, it in no, the refrigerator. No. no. Think ahead. You know, take it out of the freezer. Put it in the refrigerator. Uh, I'm always on the fence about something that's frozen that you just put in the sink, provided it's covered. Because I, I do a lot of uh, uh, vacuum sealing. So... Uh, but most of the time, I'll put it in the refrigerator, let it thaw out, and then bring it out to room temperature, then start cooking it. But, um, yeah. Now, no I understand I have to do it with water a couple times a month myself. It takes, uh, you know, life happens. Yeah. And sometimes you got to pull something out of the freezer and get it thawed so you can get uh, something for your hungry kids. <clears throat> but I will tell you this. Don't use hot water when thawing. I know it sound, you would think it would thaw faster. It thaws faster with cool water. So now you're not wasting your hot water from the tank either, and it thaws faster. Oh, okay. Kind of, it's that same principle about don't put hot water on a frozen uh, windshield, you know, because <laughs> it's crack. something crack. <laughs> uh, laundry room, we had already mentioned the gray water use, so the, the laundry machine. Now, you do have to change the detergents you use in a lot of cases. Not that they couldn't go out into a rock landscape, but. If you're draining the water onto a plant material, you do have to get some uh, bio-friendly soaps to use. Uh, bathroom, this is always a great one. Put food coloring in the tank of the toilet. Uh, it can Water can seep through there without you ever noticing it. You just put a couple drops in the tank, watch the bowl. If the bowl changes color, you know the seal, the flapper, between the tank and the toilet. Either put some Vaseline on that rubber or put a new rubber cap on there. It's a $2 solution. Really easy. Easy, easy. <clears throat> Turning the water off when washing your hair can save up to 150 gallons a month. You have to have hair for that to apply, though. <laughs> I think I only need like three quarters of a, of a gallon to do my yeah. And I, I uh, last February, just for fun, because I, I like teasing my brothers. They're all losing their hair. And I said, well, let me see if I can grow hair. And, and you see me now. I've never had hair this long since college. But it took me a year to do it. It's so to now, rub it in the face of your brother. Just to go, I, hey, sense now. look at this. <laughs> you know? but, but one thing I've had to do in my tub, I have a shower tub. And if I happen to be using it that time, I had to put a, a hair catcher in the drain. <laughs> Something I've never had to do before. Because <laughs> uh, I have a shop vac. Uh, uh, this would be a six-horsepower shop vac that I use for you know, uh, cleaning up and whatnot. Um, but instead of putting Drano to undo the clog, I just use the shop vac, and it sucks it out. And I saw this big clob of hair come out. Okay, and uh, number 36. <laughs> Turn the water on. <laughs> People do eat breakfast on Saturday oh. mornings while listening to this. <laughs> well, Turn. 
Uh, I already did the, uh, that one. Uh, avoid recreational toys uh, that require constant use of water. I like this one for if you have a pool, uh, using a uh, the bucket test. So what you do is you take a five-gallon bucket and you put it – or whatever bucket. doesn't matter. You put it on the step of the pool and you make sure that the water levels the same between in the pool and in the bucket and mark uh, – Mark a line on the bucket so you know where the water level is. And if there's a slow leak in your pool, the pool water will drain faster than the water in oh, the bucket. that's clever. So if the water lines uh, come off, easy way to tell. Now, locating and fixing it's a different, <laughs> a different story, <laughs> but that's a very easy way to identify it yourself. That's where a certified partner comes in handy. <laughs> uh, lawn care, this is one that you don't think about uh, Keep your lawn longer. The longer the grass, the more it shades the roots and retains the water in there and therefore uses less water. And then landscape, uh, apply water that can only be absorbed as fast as the soil can absorb it. Jay Harper's a big proponent of that. He, that's one of his little pet peeves is when you mm-hmm. see irrigation and water's running off the side because either the soil can't absorb it or they're improperly installed. And it's your water in concrete, like concrete needs to be watered. <laughs> Yeah, and also check your sprinklers too. You know, uh, the one thing that really irks me is to see sprinklers on and it's raining. <laughs> it's raining, <laughs> and there are new technologies. You know, for a long time it kind of goes back to what we we're talking about rain harvesting. Uh, there are irrigation timers now that know not to run a certain period of time after after rain, and ev- every little bit we can do. Uh, it, it's just going to add up more and more, and the more we can res- and I, I think those those uh, responsibly use our water. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you know, I've always been a proponent of uh, look at your humidity that day. Um, I always count humidity as watering a plant. So if it's pretty hot, and this comes back from living in Louisiana, where humidity that's the name of the game. So you don't have to water your lawn all the time. The humidity adds to it, so you can back off a little bit of it. But those devices help out. It can determine. How much moisture is in the air so you could back off watering or need more watering? Now, I could have missed it, but I've got another water-saving tip that they could have put on here. Uh, like I said, I may, I may have missed it reading through. I'll, I'll have to go back later. But a listener wrote in on this. Hmm. How long do you wait for the water to get hot in your shower? How many gallons go down the drain? This individual keeps a five-gallon bucket in their bathroom, they fill up the bucket with the shower water that's cold. Then when it gets hot, they turn it off. Then they open, and the water of their toilet is shut off. They open their toilet. They pour the water into the tank of the toilet so there's no autofill. They're using that cold water to fill up the tank of the toilet ah. and use that water to flush the toilet when they need it. And... You know, that water will stay hot in that pipe for, I don't know, an hour or two yeah, probably of course. in that line. So, so just once they empty their bucket, go back, take their shower, move on. So that one, if it's not on there, we need to add – there's 191 for water use. And, and if you do uh, water collecting, you could put that in your big uh, water collecting system outside too as well. If you have like three or four gallons of cold water, just throw that in there. Then Nothing you'd have to carry wasted. it all the way through your house and bang yeah. it around the door jams and down the and hallway. Then you'll need a gym membership <laughs> because you'll need to build muscle again. You know, <laughs> Our home maintenance how-to, we've got a uh, 
a, a calendar we publish. In fact, we were in Tucson this week delivering it to all of our partners. If you're not on the mailing list, you can go by any one of our Rosie on the House certified partners in Tucson and uh, ask for one. Uh, a lot of times, you know, some of these businesses, nobody's there. It's just a warehouse. So if there's one with a showroom, you've got a good chance of finding somebody uh, during regular business hours. But you can pop into any of them, ask for your Rosie on the House home maintenance, how to calendar and we just go through every single Saturday in this third segment of the nine o'clock hour we go through one thing you need to do around your home castle or cabin to keep up with the maintenance and while I was in Tucson I was disappointed to find out EG's is no longer local oh no now, now God bless the founders built a great business sold it to a corporate can retire Go enjoy the, the good life. Congratulations. I'm happy for you. But. <laughs> I, he didn't ask me if I wanted to buy it. Did he ask you? No, never asked me at all. I, I think there's some Arizonans that probably would have been interested in buying EGs. So now, let's see. They're still in Tucson, though. And Casa Grande. We, that, this is one of the things I love about the Casa Grande Rodeo that we're at this weekend. We can order EGs for the Pee Wee Awards. We always get uh, little treats for the Pee Wee Awards, mm -hmm. and we get these big tubs of EGs, uh, ice cold. I mean, they've got lemon, strawberry, pina colada, skinny berry. I mean, they're all great. Yum. Yum. So That's true. Get EGs this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and those sandwiches are killer. Yes. <laughs> yes. But he didn't ask me. Anyway, uh, so this <laughs> week in our home maintenance how-to, and we are going to enhance those. we got a video camera this week. Dad's going to be so mad at me when he yeah, finds tell out. that story too <laughs> I, I love the story so we we want to bring enhance our content by adding video mm -hmm. and <laughs> so we what do you have what do you need a video camera so i had bruce do some research uh bruce helps it uh, both on rosie on the house uh radio production on our content editing he's a home inspector uh, he's been in he's a marine he's got a lot of life experiences he also helps on the uh, production side of the remodeling company. And I just said, Bruce, if, if you find time in between jobs, you know, you got a laptop, find a good camera. So we found one. It was about a thousand bucks. It was a Canon something, uh, uh, G40, whatever. Yeah, independent filmmakers really like that camera. What dad's yeah. going to say, I, you bought a video camera? I spent top dollar to get a video camera. For TV quality, so we could make the shooting a Good Morning Arizona segment. It was had to be good enough for TV. How come that wasn't good enough? Like <laughs> that was 17 years ago. <laughs> that is, you look at something that we did on that versus something that we have now. I mean, even the little still shot camera that'll shoot like a 30 second video is clearer than that camera. So that was before <laughs> HD technology. That was you know uh, I think this VHS was like tape. stage one of digital. Oh, it was I, early, I don't know early, if it was high def, but it, it was, it, and <laughs> it was a digital recorder. But you still had to buy cassette-looking tapes for it to plug it oh, in. Oh, digital cassette! And, oh, that's this camera is going to beat that by a mile because it's just the scan disc. You're done. He's going to have to see the finished product before he understands the investment. I'm just going to tell him, look, Dad, this is like the time Grandma. Grandpa Raymond beat you for buying new nails instead of using the old nails. And your reason for using the old nails were very simple. They've been rusting behind your <laughs> yard for 10 years. I wasn't using rusted nails on the project. <laughs> your old camera was rusted nails. <laughs> hammer, hammer, crunch. <laughs> oh, so today uh, in the calendar, 
cleaning exhaust fans, but uh, Gary's signaling a break. So we'll get to cleaning exhaust fans for your weekly home maintenance how-to right after this. And this week's home maintenance how-to is an easy one. It does require getting on a ladder or a step stool or a chair, whatever you've got, to be able to reach the cover of your bathroom vent. It's an exhaust fan. Now, you may not have one. If you don't, that means there's a window in the bathroom. Some bathrooms and layouts of homes, the master bathroom will be against the outside of the home and it'll be backed up to the hall bathroom that won't have access to an exterior wall, therefore no window, therefore you have to have exhaust. We've got to be able to move the air out. And it's not just for odors. I don't know if a lot of people know this, but that you're actually supposed to run that while you're taking a shower, creating any kind of moisture or steam. If we can exhaust that, if we can pull that moisture out, well, it reduces the buildup of water that gradually breaks down the materials in our bathroom. The any, mold in the mildew, any too. Any kind of mold or mildew. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's very simple. Some of them have a screw that you're going to, you'll need a screwdriver to drop the middle screw. But most of them, they're just held up there by wires that are V-shaped. And, and then you'll see the wires and you just pinch them on each side and the whole thing comes down. You're going to get dust on yourself. Uh, so don't go, don't be right underneath it. Be off to the side. You would not believe if you've never done this and if you've lived in your home a year, two years, 10 years. Mm-hmm. 20 years, you may end up with a gag factor that Gary gave us last <laughs> segment. <laughs> but, but pull that cover down, wash it, brush it off, uh, and then look back up and look at the fan itself. It is going to be full of dust. And if you don't have a vacuum, if you could put some eye protection and a dust mask on and take a, a paintbrush uh, to get in there, any kind of brush, dust it all out, let it fall down, and... That, that's it. I mean, this is a, a six, seven minutes per bathroom type job, including moving the ladder around. So mm-hmm. it's not hard, but that's not the only exhaust system we have in our home. If you want to take it to the next level, it's not a bad time to go check all the other areas of exhaust in our home. Uh, the exhaust over our kitchen, some of them, most of them anymore, are all directed indoors you don't have to be exhausted outside it's the built-in microwave has the exhaust on it just circulates air inside the only time it needs to be ventilated to the exterior is if the manufacturer requires it and what bruce found the manufacturers that require exhaust the exterior those are the massive mamas that are like the vikings that professional chefs put in their home kitchens and uh, you know, Food network kind of guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. out of out of our budget, mm-hmm. uh, everyday American style. So most of them are just going to have an uh, an exhaust vent on the microwave. Where else? Dryer vent. That dryer vent is the number one leading cause of home fires in America. And I don't know if that's still true to this day, Be- and it's going to eventually kind of go away. I think because they've built the dryers now to feel that resistance, that buildup of airflow that the lint creates, and therefore it shuts off the heating unit. And without heating the lint, there's nothing that ignites it. So and it will shut off the dryer completely, correct? Or? No, the dryer will still go, but you'll like it just... it'll get done. And you're like, why aren't my clothes dry? Well, because mm-hmm. the heating element shut off because it detected 
tension in the airflow oh, or backup right. pressure in the airflow or whatever technology they use. But it's technology. I, I don't know that it's foolproof or can't fail. But it, So it's not a bad idea to make sure we check our dryer vent uh, cleaner. If you've got an attic vent, the best thing you can do is take a board and nail it uh, up. Attic vents are awful idea. Power vents is what I'm talking about. Okay. There is passive ventilation. That's smart. Electric ventilation, if you've got a fan, an attic fan, you're trying to suck the hot air out of your attic. It doesn't work. It creates a negative pressure, and it ends up sucking the air-conditioned air inside your house into your attic and then out into the great wide open. And it's just you're, it's a great idea. I know you're trying to save money. You're wasting money. Uh, chimneys, another type of exhaust. Uh, there are professional chimney sweeps. You really should have that done once a year. Um, and then there's some other ones if you see you really don't need to worry about. If you've got a gas water heater, that one's going to have an exhaust. But there's no mechanical parts there. It's an open air shaft, and that's just a natural uh, gas vapors uh, right, just rise up right through the roof and go out. You can put this in your home Zada uh, calendar. If you go to rosieonthehouse.com slash app, you can sign up for our premium membership of the digital home management it's the Rosie on the House Home Zada. And from the homepage, you click on Maintenance, and you've got a couple options there. You can either go to Calendar or Task, and there's your task list right there for cleaning your bathroom vent. You can now check Complete, or I can check Snooze, reassign it to a different member of the family, Amanda. <laughs> oh, here we go. And save. Should be done by the time I get home, right, Gary? Uh, exactly. That's... <laughs> Two things you got her to do this week. <laughs> All right, hour, hour number 10 coming up. Uh, quickly and fastly, Rosie is home. Uh, he was actually in the office this week. He came in on Tuesday, spent a little time, hung out at lunch. Or was it Wednesday? Wait, it was Tuesday. It was Wednesday. Was it yeah. Wednesday? Walked right in. Walked right in. Couldn't believe so it. It was a miracle. In physical therapy three times a week. His strength is rebuilding. Um, his voice is rebuilding. He's he's excited to be back. Uh I don't know when we'll get him back on the air. Everybody wants to know. We don't know. We're going to make him take time, though. We're yeah. going to make oh, sure it's, it's done right because we don't want to do anything that puts him back into that, – that pushes his progress in reverse. I got an idea. Let's don't tell anybody when he comes back, and then when he's ready, boom, surprise everyone. Surprise everyone. There you go. <laughs> Great. I, I, that's, that's a plan. It's Rosie on the House here with you every Saturday morning.